This is The Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you for kicking it with us, even if it's just for a little bit. A little bit. With me in the treehouse today is Marcus the Magic Man and Big Nick, and today we'll be playing our favorite top three. Thank you, boys and girls. We appreciate and welcome your magnificent applause. All right, gentlemen, we're playing top three. Here are the quick general parameters. Each big kid, Mark, Big Nick, and myself, will name and explain for you our top three choices for the chosen topic, and we'll each introduce them to you in the ever-popular 3-2-1 fashion. Today's topic today for top three is Fizz Ed slash Gym Activities. Oh, yeah. I own you. Yes. <laughs> All right, boys. Single file lines. Give me 25 jumping jacks. It's my court. All right. Yes, sir. So if you guys remember, gym class in middle and high school could have been your favorite class or your worst nightmare, depending on multiple factors. Your gym teacher might have been ex-military. You might have not been very athletic or coordinated. You might have preferred math class to sports. Or you might have been a varsity athlete amongst very unathletic classmates. Either way, gym class can bring up great memories or terrifying and crippling fears. Okay, gents. <laughs> Drop and give me 20 squat thrusts. Oh, I hate squat thrusts. Oh, All right, let's, let's jump into our top three gym class fit and acti- fizz and activities. Magic Marcus, you want a coin toss today, so you're going to be up for first, big fella. Let's go. Let's kick it off. What a way to start with some uh, good old squat thrusts. Right? <laughs> Let's kick it in gear. All right. So yeah, phys ed. Uh, I love phys ed. I thought it was like, it was like my favorite part of the day. Cause you know, you could actually get up and run around and right? do some cool stuff. But um, we, uh, we did like when I was growing up, we did kind of a mixture. We do stuff in the little, you know, tiny gymnasium they had at the grade school I went to uh, or, you know, even in high school or, um, they would uh we'd kick it outside a little bit and get some some run around so this first one comes from my earlier days it actually goes back to my grade school days and um this one is called freeze tag yes i know you guys know about some freeze tag so for those who don't know let me inform you so freeze tag is a variation on the classic uh, tag game it you know you're it tag uh, main difference is a person gets tagged he or she must be frozen so they can't move until a teammate tags the person to release them so it's funny because i remember like you'd play this game and basically whoever's not it is on your team <laughs> but what if little johnny didn't share his juice box with you that day and little johnny gets frozen and you run by him and you go <laughs> and then you don't unfreeze little Johnny. It was a super game of exclusion because the one smelly kid right? never never got unfrozen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you'd be sitting there and like you'd be like, why is nobody unfreezing me? Please, someone help. <laughs> because you farted in gym class, idiot. <laughs> also, if you're playing freeze tag in gym, let's just point out it's time that your school district needs to pass a school levy because it means- <laughs> It means your gym class has no equipment. No have, equipment at all. Hey, that's how we rolled, man. Yeah. We were lucky to have a couple basketballs and maybe, you know, some other uh, small equipment, dude. We, I went to a small school, man. It definitely was not <laughs> a broken you know, school. Yeah. We didn't have uh, virtual reality and laptops and, you know, you doing the, uh, what do they got these days? The whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't know. There's some fancy stuff you can do. Gym teachers Peloton. Really- he was phoning it in there like, all right, kids, we're going to learn a, a really important lesson in life. Freeze tag. Let's go. Everybody run for your life. <laughs> it's important life skills. It's another excuse for him to touch the kids. Ah, uh, wow. Oh, 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 that was a level beyond. I was ready to go. Uh, big dick. Uh, I was too young man. to know better. Uh, hey, for the record, the teacher never played. I don't think so. <laughs> but that's what I got. Freeze tag. I just remember. The amount of calories I burned playing freeze tag, my parents were probably so thankful because I'd come home exhausted. Um, but that's what I got. Freeze tag, amazing game, and a way to uh, pick your friends. Dude, awesome, awesome start. And it's funny, like, doing all the research beforehand, just thinking of stuff, I blanked on freeze tag. Did not even, I forgot about freeze tag, man. Froze up. I, froze. Froze. I was like, huh? freeze tag. That happens, man. Sometimes you freeze up. Great number three. Yes. All right, Big Nick, your number three gym phys ed activity. 
Okay, I'm going to pick for my number three. Now, if we were doing like a family feud style show here where we went all out into the streets and surveyed 100 people, I think like 90 some people would select this as their number one. This is kind of like the the obvious number one because it's discussed and remembered and held in such high regard. But for me, it's number three. And I'll go into reasons why it falls to number three on my list. But my number three is Dodgeball. Uh, I went with Dodgeball. That was my honorable mention. A lot of people love Dodgeball. I have some fond memories of Dodgeball. I enjoyed playing it in uh, everywhere else other than gym class. And here's why. Because in my gym class, my gym teacher was a moron. He's, he's actually what I call a moron. And um, really feel. he basically would take, <clears throat> take the class of 30 kids, divide them in half, and it was like 15 on 15, which is almost impossible to play. Like, yep. there's just balls yeah. flying everywhere. Pardon, yeah. pardon that sentence. Oh, hey. But, <clears throat> but Careful, that, we're a is why, that is why when, when uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber wrote the classic movie Dodgeball, and he created the character Patches O'Houlihan, and he had to teach the guys to dodge, dive, dip, duck, and dodge. Just remember the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. That's what you had to do in my do- my class to survive the game. You were constantly on the move. There was just there was just missiles flying in from everywhere because of 15 against 15. It was absurd. Well, it was and, absurd. And if you guys remember those those rubber red balls, if you threw them fast enough, I mean, that would it could almost rip some skin. Take an eye out with that. Yeah, and it would always be if you remember gym class. There was like the super athletic guys, the medium, and then the dudes that like were wearing jeans and a sweatshirt that just got <laughs> hammered by balls. And then there's like I'm out. So I think I, of it this way: they made a movie about it. So oh, yeah. you know, I mean, when you got a movie about it. It's so easy. I mean, come on, take the class, divide them up into teams of five. You got 30 kids, six teams of five, and you do like a round robin. And, and so, so what? Some of the kids have to sit back and watch the competition go on for a little bit. But no, my gym teacher was like, no, the easiest thing for me to do is just to go, all right, 15 on 15. Yep. <laughs> well, and I remember a year, I, I can't remember if I was eighth grade or ninth grade, they paired us up with the girls' gym class, and we played dodgeball. Like a co-ed or guys yeah. against girls? Uh, guys against girls. Shirts and skins. Yeah. I mean, it, it, got, it got gruesome because like, we were just hammering these girls in the face with dodgeballs. I think a, a, a chick got a bloody nose. I mean, it was... And I remember, I remember even starting as like eighth grade Brian. I was like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Why yeah. would you do this? Well, again... When it comes down to, uh, you know, picking the people you liked, of course, the dude who was a jerk to you was the first guy getting one to the face. And you always strategically time it when he's trying to hit somebody else with the ball and then you go for him. So he's, you know, blindsided by it. I had played in other settings, you know, summer camp outside, you know, just outside with friends. Loved, always loved dodgeball. Always got excited when the teacher said we were going to play dodgeball and then immediately let down when he said, all right, you 15 on that side, you 15 on that side. It's like, all right, well, cool. This is going to last 30 seconds. And do you remember, though, like, I don't know when they changed that, but I remember so many years in gym class, it would be uh, the gym teacher would pitch, pick two guys, and then they were the pickers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that was a the most, you know, either awesome or humiliating time if you're like, dude, I got picked last or... <laughs> I got picked first because, I mean, you, you could tell who's going to get picked first. The, the dude that's uh, 6'1", 220, he's going first. That kid that's 85 pounds and he picks his nose, he's probably not, not even going to be picked. It's amazing yep. how when you're in like sixth grade, the kid that's been held back for three years straight is always the first guy picked in dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Never in life would he ever be first in anything except dodgeball. for that day. Dodgeball. Absolutely. No, I, Although I do. Ahead, I feel I feel obliged to, to mention here something though, Big Nick. 
you found it necessary to criticize my school for not having proper supplies <laughs> when dodgeball literally takes a couple rubber balls oh, and hey. you set them loose with oh. a bunch of kids and be hey. like, hey, hit each other with these things. They had like 15 <laughs> rubber balls, man. That's like yeah. $8 a piece. This was 15 yeah. on 15. We're talking 10 rubber balls. You're That's a nice free- night out of dinner. How, you, how could you afford that? There's no equipment at all. Zero, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even require walls. Absolutely, uh, man. My, my school is smart. They were saving that money for other better things, you know? Like, uh, I, I well, I, I don't know. Maybe nothing, yeah. but. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love me some dodgeball. And I want to no, play adult dodgeball right now. And I want to bean both of you in the face. Actually, have you guys been to any of those uh, trampoline parks? Because they've got like leagues where you can get in and play dodgeball. Dodge trampoline dodgeball where you're jumping up and down on those giant trampolines and chucking and it's like it's basically all adults like teenagers to adults so that's anybody who uh wants all to right. get some nostalgia hey. that's the way to roll big, big kid show field trip hey man there we go make it happen hey awesome choice i love some dodgeball the greatest game of strong destroy the weak dodgeball <laughs> <laughs> Really? That's the greatest game of strong destroys the Think about league. it. Oh, have you ever I I crushed people at dodgeball. I would whip that thing at you. I could I could fl- I was all nimble and stuff as a kid. I would catch it and you'd be out and I'd be like in your face, son. Have you have you ever <laughs> seen a weak man try to launch a shot put? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I I played you in dodgeball when we were kids. I saw exactly it's, what it looked it's like. Un, it's unsightly. <laughs> it, it, it hurts my ears it's so bad Pretty good. <laughs> all right big nick great choice dodgeball all right so for my number three it's gonna be out there you guys gotta stay with me here okay do you guys remember and this actually might even been late elementary school early middle school the presidential fitness test oh yeah yep. oh yeah so That's- i weird as it is i love that Really? That is weird. That's so, very weird. Because I I was very I was pretty athletic as a kid. So like all the stuff. Do you guys remember all the uh, things you had to do? Was yeah, uh, you do you do like chin ups was so one of it, the- it was timed sit, sit ups in one minute, as many push ups as you could do, pull ups or chin ups, um, and then I think you did like the like a sh- the shuttle run. Remember where you go back and forth, like and then uh, a, the one mile run. And, so. I actually can remember you ask if I remembered it. I can remember distinctly uh, those first three items and how I performed. And the answer to each one is one better than everybody else in the class. Because <laughs> there was something where like there was a percentile, like the upper 15% and you actually got like a little uh, like certificate. I remember I got it because at the time, I, I weighed like 85 pounds, so I could do like 10 pull-ups because you're like pulling no weight at all. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Is that he was also hanging on your bedroom? For, he was is also held back three years in a row. Yes. Is, I was, is that what's I was, hanging on your bedroom wall, Mr. I was, oh, I, I wish <laughs> I still had that. I was, I was very proud of that. But it's interesting. I, I'm proud I, of you. I had to look it up, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, where did that come from? And I don't know if you guys remember, that dates back to the 50s with Eisenhower. Apparently... Yeah, right. There was like some study, like all these European countries were like testing their fitness of kids. And then they did that test on American kids. And they were like, all the American kids are fat and out of shape. And all the European kids are in great shape. (laughs) It was called at the time, it was called like the Krauss-Weber test or something. And they they did it up with all these kids. And 58% of the U.S. kids failed compared to only 8% of all the European kids. Yikes. So that was when that kicked in and uh, uh, the little president mm-hmm. Eisenhower's like, all right, we're going to institute this panel. You guys are going to create this stuff. And instead of following the test guidelines of like, you know, fitness and strength and core, it just immediately went military push-ups, right. pull-ups, yep. sit-ups, mile run. And if you remember, cause that was, you know, world war two ish and then Vietnam and all that. And yeah. Uh, they they get the population under uh, or in, in uh, good shape. They didn't even stop doing the presidential fitness test until 2012. So Mr. B, you, you had a certificate for this. Yes. So you were like the Bruce Jenner of our school. Well, it just means I was in the top 15% of kids that could do it. And yes, I did dress up as a lady. <laughs> Bridge too far. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> 
But no, I, I just remember doing like the push-ups and sit-ups. To me, it was more fun because it was like a competition against yourself yeah. and everybody else. And again, I, I'm not trying to say I was the most fit kid in the world. I just oh, no, you are. I was athletic enough to compete with the other kids in the class. <laughs> Idiots. Sure. That's what all the guys with certificates say. <laughs> I've got a piece of paper that says so. Man, you guys are ruthless. The president called me. <laughs> I, he did. He called me a moron. <laughs> all right, we're being a little harsh on you, Mr. B. We're just joking. We're very proud of you and your certificate. (laughs) He peaked in sixth grade, ladies and gentlemen. It was all downhill after that. (laughs) I hate you guys. No, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I actually, I had forgotten. I think I had forgot all about that with the exception of the, of the chin up portion. Uh, Because I remember that was a little, uh, I mean, man, that puts you on edge a little bit where you're like, okay, uh, everybody, 29 kids let's sit down in a semicircle yes. and watch one kid at a time see how many you can do and and your heart broke for i was always big into competition but not competition like that like i liked you know give me something with a ball you know where i gotta yeah. sc- score a ball somehow or my team has to score on the other team but to sit there and you watch some kid go up there and and sometimes it's not even like their fault you know because we're talking 10 years old 11 12 they just may have not been exposed to attempting to do a chin up at any point. And now they're, they're like spotlight. And then you got the jerk kids that are like kind of laughing at them. I could always do a few because I was like kind of um, wiry as a kid. So I had some strength, but I didn't have, I didn't weigh a whole lot. So I could always pull myself up enough to not uh, embarrass myself. But I don't think I was, nobody ever gave me a certificate. Um, The president never called me. And that's, um, I, I remember the same thing. It's It was like the kids that were, I mean, there were some overweight kids and kids that were very athletic. You're right. It was embarrassing for them because you're, you got 29 other kids sitting down and there, there's only one pull-up bar. Right. So everyone's staring at you and you're and the guy that can't do one. At next, Mark school, they had no pull-up bar. Oh, yeah. was, no, the, no. the gym teacher just held out his arm and you just grabbed <laughs> the whole <laughs> gym. No, he actually had two kids hold up a broomstick and the, the other broom, third oh. kid did the pull-ups on it. Yeah. Hopefully, we, hopefully he had some tall kids to hold it. And my school, my school was rolling. We had we had a pull-up bar and we had like three dodgeballs. So I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> But no, I, our teacher charged us to use his arm as the pull-up bar. So. I, I, I did not like the way it kind of excluded a lot of the non-athletic kids, but I liked the competition because I was—I always felt like I was—I could compete with some of the other more athletic kids. So just it was more of a way to push me. So that's that's why that's my number three. That makes sense. All right, so first threes we got freeze tag, dodgeball, and the presidential fitness test. Mark, let's oh, let, let's hear your number two, buddy. All right, here we go. Um, so I'm kind of surprised. I have a feeling this one, I may be stealing one from you guys just because it's so, it's such a time-honored tradition. And again, I, I with some of mine, I kind of went a little more like grade school than high school. So just a little preface there. Is it but, because you didn't make it to high school? Man, I was hoping you wouldn't <laughs> mention it. Uh, so with number two, I got kickball. Oh, yeah. So, nice. I love me some kickball. Remember those uh, red rubber balls that you accused my school of not being able to buy, Big Nick? Well, we had them. We just used them to kick them instead of throw them at each yeah, other. They, they had one. <laughs> it sounds like you had yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a nice way of putting it. We had one. So we all kicked it and we shared. But um, anybody who doesn't know kickball, I don't even know what to say to you. You're an honestly. idiot. Um, I wasn't going to go that far. But okay. um, basically... <laughs> Kickball, you know, it's kind of like baseball. It was actually invented in the United States by a Dr. Emmett Dune Angel. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, basically just like baseball, one team tries to score, you play it on a baseball diamond, um, except instead of hitting the ball, you're kicking the ball. And I just remember for me, I think the reason that this one really resonated with me was, you know, Obviously, when you start to play like t-ball and baseball and you kind of start to get into those things and you want to kind of emulate your, you know, your sports heroes and things like that, it's an exciting moment, right? But obviously, as a kid, you can kick the ball before you can even hit it off the tee. So kickball is usually the first time you hit the diamond, so to speak, 
right? So that was like the first time as a kid I got to actually step onto the baseball diamond and, you know, show off the uh, the old leg strength skills. So, yeah, to me, you know, kickball was was good stuff. <laughs> uh, I mean, I played T-ball and I could hit it off the tee, no problem. <laughs> so I don't. I don't <laughs> when, when, when could you finally hit it off the tee? Four-year-old you- Brian really uh, <laughs> took it off the tee like a champ. <laughs> they call, they call so, me a young Pete Rose. <laughs> it shouldn't be any surprise to anybody out there in listener land that Mr. B is the one that chose this topic. <laughs> uh, so he could just he could just talk about all of his. Uh, uh, his achievements as an athletic My star. Athletic prowess. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, right. No, kickball, to chime on it, Mark, I agree, because it was one that, again, if you didn't have, um, I mean, actually, it goes, we kind of were joking about it, but instead of trying to play baseball, you had to supply nine baseball gloves. Well, kickball, nope, you just need some shoes. Shoes and, so, and a ball. Yeah, and I remember, same thing, you would get, it would the teams would be way bigger. It wouldn't be nine on nine. It would be like yeah, fifteen on fifteen. So you basically the whole outfield was just crowded by kids. Yep. And, and every game, someone that was the, either the pitcher or like third base would take a ball right to the face. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Absolutely bloody nose and and then That's we would the fun do, began. Yeah, and then we would do it again in two days. And it's like even I as a kid, I'm like, you might not want to put that kid at third base. He has the hands of, I don't know what, name somebody that doesn't have hands. He just gets hit right in the face every time and the game's over. Absolutely. Well, and plus when you're like, when you're a young kid, when you're a real young kid and you're in those classrooms with large amounts of other kids, you're trying to establish your dominance a little bit. You know what I mean? So kickball is your opportunity. It's just like baseball is the, the batter's opportunity to show what he's made of. And it's just like kickball, man. Like the whole class is watching and it's your moment to shine and oh i shined i kicked oh, oh that ball. i like it's never been kicked before you got the legs of a stallion bro that was my certificate moment big <laughs> nick if you didn't pick up on that well, and then the, the flip side of <laughs> I pick up there was always one kid that would whiff yep oh the greatest moment oh. of the whole day and 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 it doesn't like the charlie brown kick yeah. like yeah. Fall right yeah. Charlie, and i mean it doesn't matter <laughs> if, if if you liked him or not everyone laughed at him and yep. again <laughs> if you realize we're, we're naming all sports that really just excluded the the, the oddball kids <laughs> <laughs> but they excelled at different things just not you know some of these physical things like although I, I got to say, I'm really excited for uh, Nick to come up because his school probably had like curling or something with really fancy equipment. So I'm, I'm looking forward to big Nick's selection no, they, here they after probably, me. Probably, they probably they did a, a, a horse <laughs> jumping. What's equestrian horse jumping? Absolutely. <laughs> He's like, you guys didn't have horses at your school? What's the matter with you? Yeah. Idiots. Uh, I like some kickball and... It's, I, I know for a fact uh, called steeplechase. Yeah, okay, of, <laughs> <laughs> get it right. He did have it. He did have horses. Um, that I know even locally, there's adult kickball leagues that still happen. Oh hell today. yeah, yeah, and hell yeah. We need to get into that right now, buddy. Dude, think about it, man. Kickball I mean, is. I, I could kick a football over those mountains. Like literally, if you think about if you strip down certain sports, and you think about kickball. We'll call it a sport. We'll, we'll, we'll give it that uh, that nomenclature. Oh, I, I think it was in the Olympics in 1807. There you go. If you think about it, you strip it down. You say, hey, buddy, I'm going to roll a ball at you. Kick it as hard as you can. There's no like, there's no calculus there. It's literally just physical prowess. Like, what See, can you pull off? I disagree. I would aim the ball into the gap, son. Of course, but but that does take a certain skill to be able to have some accuracy to your kick as well as the power. Because there was the power kids that you could tell they didn't know where the hell the ball was going to go. They just freaking oh, let oh, loose. Toe-balled it. Yeah, just toe-balled that thing. Wherever it went, boom. And then there's other kids like, oh, I see you little Jimmy in the right foul. I'm going <laughs> to mess up your day. About to be bloody nose time. Hey. Uh, Kickball quality choice at number two for the Magic Marcus. Big Nick, hit me with your number two. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, it's got two different names depending on where you're going to play, and we played both, (laughs) but I loved it either way. Depending on what uh, side of the Mississippi you were on. 
This would be street hockey slash floor hockey. Oh, all right. Ooh, wow. so minus, minus the ice, okay. minus the ice skates. Um, sometimes we would play indoor, which would be on the basketball court. And I, I enjoyed playing indoor better. And I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. But outside, we would play outside on the blacktop or concrete. And you would always play with a ball yep. outside in place of, of, a, of a puck. Now, if you played inside, it really depended on your teacher, your phys ed teacher and their preference. And sometimes it would be the lightweight puck that would slide nicely on the basketball court, or you would go with the outdoor or, street ball. Do you remember they had those pucks that had the little balls in them? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember playing it once like that, and yeah. it only worked on the gym floor because if you take it out on the blacktop, it would just be like... Bah, 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 bah. It was amazing on the gym floor because it would oh, just it would yes. float like it was on ice. Now, yes. I won't steal your thunder here, Big Nick, but dude, I played street hockey a lot, and I was always the goalie, and all I got to say is... F those pucks that had the little balls in them because those things hurt like hell, man. Well, and also, if you remember, uh, Mark School, I mean, they didn't have pads or sticks. I think they Dude, used nothing. They, they used brooms. They and, have a mask. I just take it to the teeth. You know, he stuffed phone books in his shirt. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I loved the street hockey, floor hockey, particularly the floor hockey was my favorite. And, yeah. I, and the reasons why I liked that better than the street hockey was especially if they told us like the day before, you know, or Hey, next week we're playing street hockey or floor hockey. You know, sometimes they give yeah, you a little yeah. heads up on what you're playing. And if they gave me heads up, I used it to my advantage in this particular event really? because I, I would wear like, um, uh, we just played in our shoes. I, yeah. I don't ever remember playing in like roller no, skates no, or because, anything like that. Cause there's no, it'd be too dangerous. You couldn't have roller skates for, 30 kids. Yeah. yeah. We played in our shoes. And if we played on the basketball court, I would on purpose wear a pair of shoes that like had no, almost no soles left on them. You know, they're really worn down. So they're really flat and they could slide. Like I could actually get a little slide going on. Um, And I had a, a that's a terrible strategy just so you know, but okay. Why is that a well, terrible? Our, 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 you, I'll tell you why. Our basketball court was always like a little dusty and a little slippery, so everybody was slipping a little bit. I wanted more slip to to slide and and use it to my advantage because what I could do is I could run and mo- maneuver the the pucker ball, and then during the slide portion at the slap end shot. is when I'm taking my strike. Right. Yep, slap All shot. Right. I, nice. Okay. Nice. So I got both feet planted, even though I'm moving a bit. I get very hard to defend, and then. <laughs> Here's the other trick that I would use. I actually I had a wooden hockey stick. You know what? I think I remember that hockey stick. They would hand out. Remember, they would hand out the little flimsy plastic. Yeah, you'd show up with the real deal. I'd show up with the wood one and ask the teacher if I could use my wood. If I use that wood one, it was I was like lights out. Wayne Wayne Gretzky, the great one. Forget about it. Forget it was about Big it. Nick, Big the, Nick great the little one. great one. Dude, that's amazing. In one gym season, he scored 738 goals. So <laughs> there there was there was a time that, that got me in trouble. All right. It got me in big trouble. And go. it was um we were squaring off. I brought the wood stick. I had my slippery shoes on. I was all good to go. <laughs> Did you right? have a helmet on? And nope, no helmet. <laughs> Didn't require one. There's nothing really to protect, yeah, to be true, honest with you. Uh, but uh, they put like the biggest kid in the school in goalie. So, all right, now I'm going to have some time. Yeah. Just because of the balanced. space he takes up, it's yeah, going to be difficult. Go five and I won't use his last name here, but Mr. B might remember this guy. His first name was Eric, and he was the large, <laughs> the tallest kid in our school. But he was, he was wide, yep. too. And he had no problem beating other kids up if he felt like Oh yeah, it. I would not I would not pick a fight with that gentleman. So he was playing goalie and I very quickly dropped three goals on the team. And I'm one of these guys, I do a little shit talking. Oh, I do a little, a little I can't bit. help it. It's part of, it's part of my game. John Starks. A wee bit of it's, I'm like AI on the uh <laughs> <laughs> on the street hockey. Anyway, so so I dropped three on him real quick and then on the fourth one I put it in and as I'm walking, as I'm walking back, you know, they're getting ready to reset the puck. I turn and I point at him 
And I went like this, loud enough so everybody could hear. I went, left-handed, left-handed. <laughs> that was a bad idea. Oh, it was a bad idea. I could see, like, you know, like on the cartoon, you could see, like, the, the steam coming out of his ears. Oh, my. I ended up putting seven on that kid. We won seven to one. And then in, <laughs> then in the, the locker goals, room. Nick. In the locker room, he waited till I was in my boxer shorts, and then he decided to approach me and threaten my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. And I had to make the decision, do I defend myself? And I had never fought anybody, you know, wearing that little amount of clothing. He was fully clothed. He planned this thing out, obviously, just as much as I planned bringing the stick. So Nice. But regardless, to me, that was the miracle on ice. That was the miracle <laughs> on wood. Dropped seven on him, scored the fourth one left-handed, and made sure everybody knew about it. Well, it's beautiful. I, I want to piggyback. The reason why I love floor hockey was uh, because it was a sport that was fun, but you could never really do it with your buddies because you could never get enough guys. And, right. and you could never get the gym. Like You could never have a gym to let you play with even yeah. five on five because... I mean, just gyms be like, no, you guys can't run around with hockey sticks beating the shit out of our floor. So <laughs> in gym class, you were able to do that. And that was awesome. Because, um, I mean, I and I know, uh, big uh, Mark, you played like um, like street hockey and roller hockey when you got a little older. I love that. But it was very tough to get like a mm -hmm. full game. Like, could you really yeah. find a six on six? It's really hard to get 12 yeah, dudes together with, with, equipment. with equipment and goals and all that stuff. So. Gym class was like the place where it at least was put together. Now, what happened is you'd get somebody like Big Nick that was ready to roll, and then you got the other seven dudes that are like, whatever, kind of limping yeah. in. So, yeah. Big Nick, Big Nick, the greatest middle school hockey player Ohio Ohio, hockey Ohio has ever seen. I think it's retired maybe, jersey in the gymnasium, maybe right? Maybe ever. You know, retired seven, jersey, seven hundred eighty-four goals one year. Retired T-shirt, probably whatever T-shirt you wore in that class, probably uh, hanging in the gymnasium. There's, there's banners hanging. You yeah. still have banners. Do you still have the hockey stick? <laughs> Do you still have the hockey stick? Uh, no. So uh, before, before, listen though. Before we turned on these microphones, I told you about a, a child that plays hockey. He's eight and a half, and he doesn't wipe his own ass. I actually gave that hockey stick to him about a year ago. Okay. You should probably get that, that back. Was, that was nice of you. <laughs> so, get that. so I, I, <laughs> go ahead. I, uh, yeah, I, I want to you know inform our listeners. I, I I grew up an absolute hockey nut. So, Big Nick, I could not love this choice of yours literally That's anymore, not. man. Like this is when we didn't do it in our cheap class because we couldn't afford you know sticks and all that fancy <laughs> stuff that you had. But you guys couldn't pass the love out. You never passed the love out. But uh, but no, seriously, man. I grew up down the street from a uh, minor league team that was sponsored by the NHL, and like I grew up an absolute hockey nut. And I was like you, like me. So me and a kid that grew up across the street from me, his name ironically as well was Nick. Um, we used to do. I had the old school driveway that had like, as you went into the garage, it kind of went down, and you had walls on the side of because yeah. it went down underneath, you know, kind of like in your basement, you know. Yep. So it created like a corridor and we used to do shootouts and it was yep. just me and him and yes. like, oh man, I cannot tell you how many days we Slap would take turns. Regatta. Yeah. And you could go crazy because there wasn't any windows. It was down to the garage. And yeah, I remember playing goalie. I don't know. I, for some reason I got obsessed with playing goalie, but like I used to play with just like the rollerblade knee pads as my only like leg pads and, oh, and no cup. Every I was you take one in the nuts and it's... Oh, dude, I took one everywhere you could take one. But it, I, I love hockey, man. Anything hockey, I'm all about it. So, Big Nick, cheers to you, sir. Great choice. Cheers. Game on. Great choice. Game on. All right. Well, of course, sounds like it's tough to top that one. But my number two is a game that I don't even think has a name for it. Okay, so and Big Nick, you might know this because I think you might have been in the class at the time. Is that what the offender told yes. you? The closest thing I could find, the, no the closest thing game. I could find was knee rugby. Okay, so knee? Okay. so so I think this was either sixth or seventh grade. Uh, you remember the big wrestling gym mats, right? Right. So right. those were laid all out. The gym teacher would split us up into teams, even though the teams really were irrelevant. 
he would throw out a 10 pound medicine ball and it was basically destroy whoever had the medicine ball but you had to stay we had to stay on your knees and we and we all get eczema and we all oh, win. it was and i remember i remember <laughs> even as a kid i loved it but i knew i was like there's no way this should be allowed to happen because like i remember at the, like after 40 minutes of play like six kids had bloody noses some kid was like crying <sighs> it's like a guy had a black eye but it was get the kid that can't oh, do the pull up again it wasn't a football it was a medicine ball it was like a 10 pound medicine ball that you're carrying around just getting hammered and tackling everybody and i i loved that sport for some reason it was very weird it was like tackle football with no pads but you're on your knees you're like scooting around on so your knees so the idea is you could never get fast enough to really like because yeah, oh, really like smash someone's yeah, like head if, yeah. if i was running at you full speed versus on my knees um and the closest thing i could find i even looked it up i was like maybe they have a name for it was knee rugby is all i could find but yeah that, I mean, it shows you our gym teachers at the time they really phoned it in they're like uh Here's a medicine ball. Why don't you guys tackle each other for an hour and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> it sounds to me like that's the game you choose to play when like the kids really sucked the day before. Like they were talking, they weren't they weren't paying attention, they were rude to the teacher, and you're like, all right, you know what? Tomorrow we're playing murder ball, they everybody. The crap out of each other. <laughs> that's what I thought it was called murder ball, because I remember just getting hammered. Like even by people on my own team. I was like, I thought we had teams, and the coach at some or the uh, gym teacher's like there's not really teams. It's just, it's just, it's, it's he's like, I'm over here laughing. You guys are yeah. just smacking the crap out of uh, each other. We had, I had a gym teacher that was like, I think he was ex military. And he was even a guy like, if two guys are about to fight in the gym class in the dock room, he'd be like, let them fight. Yeah, he'd let him go for a <laughs> like, while. Like, That's why it was so difficult when dies. Eric came over to me and he's fully clothed and I'm in my yeah. boxer shorts and I'm like, he's a head taller than me. He's going to beat let me him. up because I dropped seven yeah. on him. I mean, that was, and this was a different time than it is now where everyone wants to talk about it over a basket of fries. That it was like, no, you, you ran your mouth. You're about to get beat up by the big kid. Yeah. Or so that was my favorite so, number two. I mean, I just, I thought it was, I, I always loved like wrestling and football and tackling and, it just included all that, and and it was interesting, like all the other gym class sports where there's kids that maybe couldn't really participate. Everyone was involved in this one. Like it was really kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Like even yeah. the kids that weren't very athletic, they were like you know involved in catching the ball and tackling each other. And well, and the kids it, are it, like it made it real inclusive for like yeah. all the kids. Like even the kid that like I mean he couldn't do a push up or he couldn't play freeze tag. But that game, he could be involved and tackle somebody. And so that was kind of cool in itself that we were all a class for that 40 minutes of bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. If if you can't play freeze tag, you fail gym class. I think. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine parent-teacher conference and the gym teacher's like, Big Nick couldn't even play freeze tag. He just runs Bob. the opposite direction towards the street. I don't know how to help him. <laughs> you know, the only way that you can fail gym class, at least in my middle school and high school, is if you didn't change for gym, like change your clothes. If you didn't change Everybody your clothes. Was, yeah. If you didn't donate for new equipment, well, they just yeah. kicked you, they you right out. But there would always be like two kids that just wouldn't change their clothes. Remember that? And then yeah. the gym teacher would be like, well, you, you get a zero for not changing today. And they just would refuse to change in the locker room. And they wouldn't let him participate, even if, because I remember there was, there was one kid I remember he wouldn't change, but then he would try to like argue that he should be participating. Like you didn't change into shorts and a t-shirt. And so, yeah, but yeah. I mean, is it really necessary? Why, if the kid wants to participate, I, I, who I, cares if he wants to go around like pig pen and stink well, the rest I of the day? I think that was the old school thinking of like, it's gym class. You have to change into your shorts and, I don't know. It's very weird. It's about being prepared for the very serious class of yeah. gym class. So <laughs> that's my number two is knee rugby. I I mean, even to this day, my my nephews want to play knee rugby all the time because I'll just be walking around and I'll get tackled by them randomly. So knee rugby, good choice. Fantastic. All right, so we're moving on to our number one phys ed activities. Ooh. Here we go, big the magic Marcus. You're number one. So inevitably, I'm going to be made fun of because there's no equipment with this activity either. <laughs> so I'm just going to preface that. I'm just 
prepare myself for the uh, the brunt of what's to come. But this was, was this called, was the sit and listen. <laughs> this was the activity that tested the true metal of your inner person, of how tough you were and how how well liked you were. It, it kind of tested a little bit of everything as a kid. And again, I'm keeping it in the grade school years because this is this is when life really that. came at you fast. And all I'm going to say is Red Rover, Red Rover, yes! send Brian over. So anybody who's not familiar with the game Red Rover, yes. let me break it down for you because I don't know how popular this is. So basically the way the game works is you get two teams and it's usually a good amount of kids, right? right. 10, 15, 10 15 kids on a team. And they all hold hands and you form a line and basically a barrier. You all right. Form a wall of defense. I like that better. That actually, yeah, you form a wall of fists and you basically challenge and call out somebody on the other team <laughs> to run at you full speed and try to break one of the links. Yeah, you right? run, you're running through arms, like arms. So, so there's so many different thousands of things going through your brain as a kid when this happens. So you're standing on one wall and it's the other team's turn and they call your name out. So basically what they're saying is, hey, you, we think you suck and you can't get through us. So it's your challenge at that point to step out of your wall and there's a good, I don't know, most people played it, probably varied, but there's a good like 30 feet, right? You can get a pretty good head oh, of steam with 30 feet. You are full speed at the I time. I mean, you're, you're coming in hot, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you have to pick who are the two people that you're going to try to break, right? So <laughs> that, if, you, if you broke them, they were eliminated, right? Isn't that I how it works? You, like, some, there was some people played it that way, but it's it was uh, the way we played it. Your ego was what got broken because when you got broken down, everybody was like, "Oh!" And everybody on your team looks down the wall, like, "Look at those weak links." They let them through. Yeah, I, I think it was if you broke through, then the two people's they, they aren't they broke. Went, because if not, there. you would like like I was a I was had some speed when I was young I and it. And well, when I was young, oh, yeah. yes, I did. And so I would just be like, all right, okay, little Johnny and Tammy over there with the dental floss arms. I'm going to run through them every single time. If you don't the, uh, the one kid that was in a wheelchair and the, and the little girl. <laughs> way to go, Big Nick. So the way we played it was if you broke through, then you got to pick one of the people to join your squad. Ah, oh, yes. I remember those rules too. Good and if you didn't make it through, then you became part of that wall. The one you couldn't break through. So that's how we played it. Yeah. But I'm sure, um, I'm sure there's a million different. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely a bunch of different ways to play it, but I just remember that, that game, like, it was kind of like kill the man. Like when they called out that game, you had to start kind of like, you're like, all right, start rolling your shoulders a little. Like it's about to get real in here. Oh, it was it's like about prison, to- prison yard. Yeah, it was like prison <laughs> yard, right? I mean, like you're like, this is serious. Like this is no longer phys ed. Like it's time to put up or shut up. So I, I love again that it, it's a it's a game that requires zero equipment. Yeah, equipment's and- overrated. Like, is your honorable mention going to be Duck, Duck, Goose? <laughs> hey, don't be crapping on my Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I, so Mark, Great game. that was one I thought of too, was Red Rover. And I remember, if, I mean, if you really think about it, the dangerousness of that game, right? I mean, so I, I there is some danger, like some real I, danger. I remember, I remember, dental floss arms. yeah, you ran through dental floss arms. Uh, <laughs> I remember running full tilt at the two biggest kids and I tripped, right? Oh. And hang on, instead of going through their arms, I went through the dude's body. Like oh, I, I basically just tackled him. And of course he fell down and like two other kids fell down. And I was like, sweet, I win. And the gym teacher's like, you can't tackle people. <laughs> because I kind of tripped. And I just went and went through the guy. Like I went through his body. Like like Patrick Swayze going through Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> I, I, I wish it was that smooth. I think I threw my shoulder out. I crushed the guy. Passed through 
<laughs> well, see, there's there's varying strategies because you could go the big Nick strategy and pick out the two smallest kids and pick yeah, like, on them, or you could go just why? you could go Mr. B style and be like, I'm about to show this whole class what's up and go through the two biggest kids and kind of make a name for yourself. Like, yeah, I just went through the two biggest kids on that whole line. I remember, and you know. Trying not to be offensive here, but I remember holding hand, or locking hands with my buddy, and the team thought it was a good idea to call out the biggest kid on the other side. And I remember him ripping through my arm. I thought it was going to come out of the socket, and I was like, "Oh, oh like I mean, think right. about the bruised forearms and all that stuff." Big, big oh, big. it tested you. It tested you. I had a buddy. I had a buddy, and he and I were very smart. What we would do when when the big kid would pick us, you know, we weren't we weren't small kids. We were above average. But if like the big kid, when it got do or die time, when it started, you really get down to just a yeah, few like people now, left. right? Yeah, there's very few Red Rovers left. And uh, when he chose to go through us, we were very smart. What we would do is we would drop our hand a little bit, our hands at the uh-huh. last minute. Hit him a little low, below the belt. Hit him below the belt as down. he tries to pass Hit him in the dick. <laughs> Hit him below the belt. We drop our arms just a little bit, just about six inches hey, at the last second. You know, that is a, a dick move. No, it's called win at all costs. It's called called win at all costs. Win at all costs, a.k.a. Hey. hit him in the dick is a dick move. Hey, Nick's like, I, I got 50 bucks on this Red Rover game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I gotta ask is, where's the adult Red Rover games? Because that could get intense. Oh, that's how you have people with broken shoulders. That could be some broken. I mean, <laughs> yeah, only big Nick's playing. You got broken dicks. I mean, I remember like my forearm being bruised because I yeah. would I wouldn't let go, and yeah. if, if the person with me would let go, like either you're clothes lining a person. Yep. So they're on their head, and remember we played this on blacktop, so. It wasn't like you, <laughs> like you weren't playing it on like mats. Like so, the person would fall on their head, crack their head. There's a concussion, or <laughs> or they would go through your arm and rip tendons out of your arm. Yeah. I mean, I hey, there's ego involved. Your reputation. I mean, see, I could have been the greatest quarterback ever. If all my tendons are ripped out playing goddamn Red Rover. Coaches <laughs> put you in fourth quarter. <laughs> no, I love that game, but it's also it's the same thing. We're we're naming games that. There's no way they play these games now because they just equal injury. Lawsuit immediately. Yeah. They put that on social media with one kid hitting another kid in the dick like Big Nick did. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's all over. Well, Red hey, Rover is over. It's they gone. Go, they, they had cell phones back then be like, Big Nick. And he's going to be like, hit him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I got a strategy. Yeah. Oh, I, I turns great out choice. the requirement to be a requirement to be a gym teacher is you have to be one sadistic bastard. You really just <laughs> you're just like hey. it's like playing gladiators with the uh, with the yeah, children. Like, right? yeah. let's see how bad you were entertained. You were entertained. <laughs> <laughs> All right, m- great job, Marcus Aurelius. Uh, you entertained me with Red Rover. Yes. Big Nick, let's hear your number one. Jim. All right. Into the Coliseum, the gladiators march to entertain the crowd. And Big Nick's final and number one selection will be something that is yet to be named. And I am shocked and appalled that it has not been named yet. And it's called Matt Ball. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Ball. Matt Ball. Does anybody remember Matt Ball? It's also called do. Big Base. Some areas they call it Big Base. Really? Well, hang on. Uh, hang on. Just so you remember, Mark grew up apparently in a very poor, very poor neighborhood. It would have been difficult to play this game in a in a in a, a lower income area. Or what did you well, guys do with actually, horses while you played Matt Ball? <laughs> Mark's Mark's area was fa- fairly well to do. They were just so damn tight. They would never pass the school levy and they took all the freedoms away from these poor children. I wonder why but, they drove so nice anyway, cars. They drove nice cars. Yeah, the parents were all very our, our school bus was a Mercedes, but still. <laughs> so Matt Ball, or in some areas it's called Big Base. It's very similar to kickball. That's why kickball didn't make my list because mat ball is far superior to kickball and is very much so. So, so picture kickball, right? Everything's the same except for replace the bases, 
those little you know yeah, white bases yeah. we're going to replace those with the with one piece one section of the gymnasium mat you know like the tumble mats oh, yeah. that you would like it would have like, like the three like pieces the bigger the bigger square like like three by three or something no this this thing i would guess it was probably more like a like a five by three it was more of a rectangle okay. so we would we would put those as home plate first second and third right. And the reason why you need to use those big gymnasium mats in place of the bases is because you can have you you can have multiple people running and sit and landing on the same base at a time. But you're playing kickball. That sounds extremely dangerous. <laughs> but it, well, no, and it gets it gets worse than that. It's even more dangerous than that. The only way there's only two ways to make an out. Okay, yeah. like in baseball, you could you could you know, strike out, catch the ball or tag them out. Right. In mat ball. Right. No, that's three. I'm the baseball is three ways. I said, mat ball. There's only two ways. The only two ways to get somebody out in mat ball. The way we played was to throw the ball and hit them with it (laughs) as they run. If they're not on a base, if they're not on a base or catch the ball when they kick it the first time. You you had to beat them. The fielders are constantly trying to beam the runners. And what happens is you will get like, I remember playing at one time. We had like 10 kids running around the bases all at the same time. You miss the guy and the ball takes off and you got everyone running. You just keep going and you you could score 20, 30 runs an inning. And Big Nick, I remember that because I I remember I, I was pretty quick. So if they miss me, I can score like three runs like on one hit. And the thing that was great about it too, like from a, I mean, from a funny standpoint would be picture your whole goal was to run and, and create runs and get to the next base. But if one of the the most popular, you know, they're either going to catch the kick or they're going to throw the ball and hit you with it. So these people aren't typically making themselves much aware of where the actual ball is as they speed through the bases. Right. So sometimes you just see them get blasted out the side <laughs> while they run full speed right in the face. <laughs> yeah. So I, I tell you yeah, what, I love Matt Ball. Loved Matt Ball. And I, I, it sounds like it wasn't uh, as popular as I thought it would be, but that was my favorite one. And I think it, I think it was my favorite one because I loved the game too, but, uh, but also it, we didn't play it that often. Um, I, I want to say like, once you reach high school, it was never played at that level. Yeah. So I, I never played it big, Nick. I'll, I'll be honest that, you know, we couldn't afford such nice things, but that actually, that, that sounds actually hey, like hey, Mark, that was fun, four mats and a ball. No way. Oh, dude. What do you want me to trade in my science book? Yeah, what'd you go to Don Johnson's high school? <laughs> Tell you what, after we get done with this show, we should all make a, a small donation to Mark <laughs> Elementary. I mean, I feel like I mean I can at least supply five dodgeballs easily my, on myself. I probably should see now you make me feel bad. I probably should go back and donate some of my own money back to my old school. But no, that that actually sounds like a lot of fun, Big Nick. So that's a good choice, man. You did a good job of describing it. Definitely uh sounds like something I'd have played. So starting uh, next semester, we will have the Big Nick Wing at Mark's Elementary yes. School. And like, what did he donate? It'd be like three pencils. <laughs> and, and, and a ball and one we pack. named a wing after him. <laughs> oh no, I it's but I do remember that game or at least a version of it, and it was very fun. So all right. So my number one, which I'm surprised you guys didn't pick it, was good old fashioned. Injury prone tug of war. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is a good choice. It it was one that I mean actually I could I got well just tug of war in itself was because A, you get that big huge rope, you get 10 on 10, and it's just dig in and who can pull, right? And I I always I loved it because the idea is like, all right, like are we gonna let these other dudes pull harder than us? Let's go. And, <laughs> let's, go. let's go. Good and talk. You're like, just pulling really hard. And uh, actually, Magic Marcus might remember. Uh, I th- believe for a certain person's, um, we had some kind of special event. We got called out on, at a hockey game on the um, ice, and, and we did. Birthday, yep. 
we did a tug of war on the ice in front of public. And unfortunately, <laughs> we did not win that battle. But do you remember oh. that we, I remember walking down to where the Zamboni comes in and out. And we, the guys walked up who we were going up against because we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, we're they're all like Boston. linebackers at like a local- yeah. They look like they play professional football. I'm like, this is going to be good. Yeah, and they're like, well, just keep your grip. And I'm like, dude, I got like skater shoes on. I have like no traction at all. <laughs> we all we all ate shit and fell in our ass. <laughs> it, it was it was Magic Mark's bridal uh, party versus the offensive line from the Cincinnati yeah, Bengals. Basically. Basically, I was like, thanks, guys. Thanks for setting me up nicely. But there was, uh, yeah, there's probably a good like 8,000 people at that game. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, yeah, we, I mean, we, it was embarrassing. That's we for got, sure. We got booed off the stages. But so, yeah. hey, Big Nick, do you love fun facts? I, I quite enjoy them. I really do. I, I, I'm down. All right. Hit so, me. tug of war was actually an Olympic sport from 1900 to 1920. Mm. And, I, 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 I got to hit you with something super deep. So there okay. is the notable injuries that have happened with tug of war. So there's actually been two different incidents where people died playing. Oh, and I, I, I'm just, this tug is a war. Yes. So in do it on a cliff or June of ninety (laughs) five bad placement bad game June ninety five in Germany, uh, two people died because they were crushed and they hit the ground so hard they died. Uh, Jeez! In uh, oh, because the people fell on top. It was like uh, massive uh, tug of wars. Yes, there was at at that event there were six hundred and fifty participants. Oh. and then uh, it was another incident in Mumbai, India, where somebody died. But even worse, I mean, obviously dying is the worst. But the next level, there Pretty was, um, let's see, let me go through here, my notes here. Uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, June 78. They were trying to set the middle school record attempt. Uh, they had 2,300 people involved. Six people got so severely injured that there were six fingers and thumbs amputated because they got they got six fingers. Wait, six fingers and six thumbs, or in total six? But but the problem is their hands got caught in the rope, and if somebody's pulling and there's people in front of you behind, yeah, 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 your fingers. They just pull your finger off. Uh, There was. Another incident in, oh, my in California. It was a lunchtime high school activity where two people had a total of nine fingers amputated because they got caught in the rope. Oh One person, nine no, fingers. Two people. Two people, nine fingers. Nine fingers. Yeah. No thumbs. How did they get caught in the rope? I mean, I know some people like flip the rope over their hand if you're at the back end of the, the line. Yeah, yeah. If you're like you, if the you, last guy, you strategize, we would put the big kids yeah, like he's the tie and he would like, wrap it around his arm. Like, I remember our high school rope was like it kind of was loose, and so your fingers could actually fit inside of it. Oh, because okay. oh, it was fray. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Because it was like three real big strands, and the strands were starting to pull apart. And I just remember, like, I mean, yeah, if your finger got caught in that and then they kept pulling and then you got your body was held up by the guy in front of you. Guess what's going? Your finger's getting ripped off, buddy. Dude, that's brutal. I thought you were going to say for the people that died, they had like a fire pit in the middle or something. (laughs) I mean, it was was where they try to do these massive, like, record setting things. And you can imagine 2,300 people. So what's that? Yeah, a lot of people. A thousand people on each side, and the guy in the middle trips. They all fall down and tumble. Yeah, I mean it's basically like a stampede. I mean, how awful of a way is to die? It's like, how do you die in a uh, tug of war contest? Well, and think about this too. Like, okay, so if you line up a thousand people on one side and a thousand on the other side for something to go horribly wrong. All that has to occur is that everybody is gripping the rope all at one time. And when you say go, all 1,000 on the right-hand side pull a half a second faster than everybody on the left-hand side. It's a a terrible idea. And even as a kid, I was like, this is a bad idea. Like, 
Because I remember they they did it once where they, they mixed guys and girls, and I was like, I was like, I remember there was a girl that was like right in front of me, and I was like, I'm going to stomp on her like legs, like she's in my way, because because like I was like all about like trying to win. Yeah. It's like Some leverage. Yeah, it's just it was a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Wow. But but I enjoyed after all that being said, I enjoyed tug of war. <laughs> like psychopath now, so I now we just uh, we just talked it down. And, uh, it's great. I love it. Uh, I was going to stop all over her legs. <laughs> hey, let, let's let's recap. Let's recap all these. Yep. Our number three is Marcus Freeze Tag Nick Dodgeball. Me the presidential fitness test. <laughs> which is weird number two marcus kickball nick floor hockey me knee rugby number one marcus red rover nick Madball, and myself tug of war you guys give me uh give me each a uh honorable mention before we get so I, I i had dodgeball i just gotta say dude you <laughs> like when you read them back i'm like you had presidential fitness <laughs> And knee rugby, like what? What kind? Of, did you and Nick go to the same school, or what? Pain. <laughs> what, what kind of selections are those in hindsight? Anyway, um, yeah, Water polo. dodgeball would be one for me. But since Nick stole it, we used to play basketball. So we did have a gymnasium with the basketball. There actually was Whoa. a hoop, and it wasn't a uh, rusted out rod with a you know a rim and no net. Um, it was a it was a peach basket that you guys absolutely. hung up on the wall. Was the, I love dunking in the peach basket, but uh, yeah, I, basketball was good good times, man. So that that probably would be my no. Well, we did all the traditional sports. It's just I associate these things strictly with gym, gym class. Yeah, sure. You know, that's like, a difference sure. because other than maybe summer camp or or something organized like that, I don't remember ever playing a lot of these things. We you know. Uh, we would play uh, our own version of street hockey but in my neighborhood, but we would only play it on those rare occasions where it just like we had freezing rain and you would get like mm-hmm. half an inch or, or an inch of just ice across everything. Exactly. And we, oh man, we played the coolest version of that because what we would do is we would put on our, our uh, skateboard knee pads and our soccer shin guards. And so what you could do when you were when you were outfitted like that, you could run, but at the last minute you could you could use your knees yeah. and shins to slide yep. and make yep. the shot. Oh, it was brilliant. Good times. Um, but but yeah, so I picked these simply, you know, basketball is probably my favorite sport or or athletic activity to play hands down any day of the week for my the entirety of my life. Yeah. But um I associate these three Things strictly with with gym class, yeah, it's, and that's I, I kind of went the same route. Marcus says I loved uh, the main sports like volleyball, badminton, yep, basketball. But I mean, again, those are ones I've played outside of gym class. But like, yeah, it, and that's it, why I picked it as an honorable mention yes. for me. I, I didn't want to put it in my top three. Yep. I, I remember one that again activities we talked about. Do you guys remember the the rope hanging from the gym ceiling? The rope climb. And do you remember that teeny ass, skinny ass mat that was at the bottom? I hated that thing. That wouldn't even come close to my honorable mentions. Oh, no, no, my, my, my point is being that, all right, you're climbing a rope. You're now 25 feet there. And the mat below you is this one inch little mat that if you. The width of a quarter. Yeah, if you fell down, you would break your spine. Yep. And even as like in fifth grade, I was like, this mat is not going to cut it. They probably don't even do that today. I don't know. No, Maybe they do, they, but no, there's no way they do. But I again, we were talking about like I was, I was very lightweight, so I could do the rope climb. Like I could pull myself up. But I remember I'd get to the top and be like, "Uh, I got to go back down." And I see this skinny ass mat that looks like it's gonna support like I'm, homeless people's mats that they sleep on is thicker than that. <laughs> I feel like you have one, uh, Mr. B. You want to, you want to lay on this. Badminton. Badminton was a good I, one. I um, it, it was. It was fun. It was one of the only places that I ever played, and it was one of those things. Like every time that they said we were going to play it, I was like, "Oh, stupid!" And immediately, like five minutes into the game, I get out it. of my way. I'm going to hit it. Well, <laughs> and, and it was, all those sports were. I loved all those sports, but you could never organize them outside of gym class because you would never yeah. be able to get enough people. Like, it's tough. 
Badminton, flag football was another one. Uh, capture the flag, uh, ultimate frisbee. I mean, you name it. You just you could never get enough people together and force them to play. Really, we did capture the flag all the time in my neighborhood, in the woods, in the woods, son. Oh, I, I, I remember right. playing. The- Rambo style. Do it with paintball. That's the way to roll. I've done it with paintball. Right. That, was the, that was my high school activity. But that wasn't physical. We're getting way off topic. But I'll say suddenly you guys are you guys are poor, but now you have paintball guns. <laughs> <laughs> Little Johnny. All right. What do you guys got before we cap out of here? I think this was a fantastic uh topic. Yeah, and I love Love the idea. It's got the competitive juices flowing. Absolutely. I tell you, I'm ready for a ready for a street fight. Uh, well, or street I, hockey. I was gonna say. I was street gonna say. Hockey. Let's go street but hockey. You know, it's gonna lead to a street fight. So we just need to find three other big kids to uh, take us on. Yeah. And actually, that's a call out. If you got three guys, you guys want to play us a little floor hockey, we will bring the thunder. Big Nick's going to get his hockey stick back, and you know he's got a slap shot like Wayne Gretzky. That's right. I'll drop seven on him. (laughs) Drop seven on him. Just don't don't confront him afterwards when he's in his boxers. (laughs) All right, you guys. We are the Big Kids Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, giving us your attention, and we will see you soon.